it's really cool to see how they go, okay, I belong. Mm. This is God's truth. This is my identity. I want to pursue his purposes. Okay, this is what I'm going to do. Hey, everybody. I'm Lindsay Knuckles. I'm Suzanne Martin. And welcome to the Find and Follow podcast, where the goal is to help you engage your faith outside of Sunday. So this past Sunday was Next Gen Sunday, which is a day that highlights New City's passion and work in our Next Gen ministry. So today's episode, we will continue the conversation on Next Gen, on what it is, and on the work that God is doing in our elementary, middle, and high school students. So we're joined today by our friend, your friend, Lindsay. Welcome back, Lindsay. We're glad you're here. Thank you, ladies, for having me. Thanks Appreciate for coming it. back. Thanks for being here to talk about Next Gen. Um, just a little reminder, I know you've been a guest on our podcast before, but just tell everybody maybe like what you do at New City. Sure. So I'm the middle grades coordinator at our Matthews campus. So I coordinate fifth through eighth grade. Perfect. Awesome. Thanks. All right, Lens. So just to kind of establish what we mean when we say next right. gen, what does that mean? How are the different age groups broken up? Sure. So next gen means next generation. And so it's babies all the way up to 18 year olds, you know, gra- high school graduates. And so we have our preschool kiddos and then we have our elementary school kiddos and then we have our middle graders, which I've just referenced. And then we have our high schoolers, nine through 12. Um, so that's how our next gen ministry is broken up. That's great. That's good. So Lindsay, how, what drew you to next gen ministry? So I've always loved kids. I've always been uh, drawn to kids. I love their energy. I love the fact that they're willing to be a little ridiculous and sometimes brutally honest. I think we can all learn something from kids in that way. (laughs) Um, But, you know, I was a high school teacher. I'm married to a teacher. I have four children of my own. Um, But I actually started volunteering in the Next Gen Ministry at the church that I attended when I was in college. Um, Mm -hmm. So I attended UNC Wilmington, and I... um, Um, started volunteering in their next gen ministries. And I really loved it. And Mm -hmm. I had some great mentors who poured into me and said, you're actually really good at this. And I was like, well, it's also fun. So I love that it can be work and fun. Um, And I just think that kids just have such a cool perspective on the world. And I love spending time with them. All right. So what is our hope for kids and students that grow up in our ministry? So if they're here, like you talked about, from birth up until graduation, What is the vision for what they will experience or walk away with? Sure. So, I mean, our mission in NextGen is to help kids find and follow Jesus. Um, So same as as New City, right? But it's to help kids find and follow Jesus. And our hope is that when they come through our ministry and then when they they turn 18 and they graduate Mm -hmm. high school, that they know how to do life as an adult Christ follower. So they know how to go ahead and um, understand as they're younger that, that Jesus this is my forever friend and I'm his and I belong to him. And then as they get older, they know what it looks like to seek biblical community. And so our hope is that they know all of those things and that as they graduate, they go ahead and, and practice those things mm, as good. an adult. That's good. Is there a scripture that kind of anchors that? Yeah. Um, So it's from Matthew 28 and it's eight verses 18 through 20. And it reads, then Jesus came to them and said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the father and of the son and of the Holy spirit and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. And so 
we this is this is our scripture that really mm. anchors our vision and what we try to do in the in our next gen ministries is to get kids to understand hey you belong in God's family to get them to apply God's truth to their lives for them to discover their identity found in Jesus and then to pursue a, a life for his purpose and those four are really the the pillars of what we do beautiful do you like break those up into each like age group or is it hey like hey i'm gonna focus specifically on purpose for high school or is it kind of they all get all the age groups get that so they kind of go in that order if you will but none of them fall Mm -hmm. fall aside right as as you just build they're scaffolded if Mm. you will and so like really when the kids are younger we want them to know that they belong like that is our main thing that we're teaching to them when they're younger you belong here Mm -hmm. like this is God's story and you are a part of it how cool is that and as they get a little bit older we get them to understand truths and understand you know Bible stories and and then as they get older like what's my identity who am I I mean we know that 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 is the struggle right I mean shoot adults still struggle with yeah. that but mm-hmm. getting kids especially in those pivotal year, years where they're yeah. preteens mm-hmm. understanding that I have an identity and it's beyond the roles I play or it's beyond what people tell me I should be or how culture paints this mm-hmm. picture of who I should be I have an identity found in Jesus and so as then we get older we start talking about what are you what are your spiritual talents what are your spiritual gifts and how can you use those for his purposes and so we really try to build on those ideas mm-hmm. and scaffold them to make them appropriate for their developmental That's stages. Good. Yeah. And I worked in student ministry for a long time and I know you have mm-hmm, students, yeah. but just, I love what you're saying here. And it, like middle schoolers in particularly in particular want to know who they are. Oh, yeah. That is such a hard, like formational like, time in a person's life is those middle, middle grades. Yeah. And they want to know like, who am I? Uh-huh. Am I accepted? Am I loved? And then I love like high school, they're launching. And so mm-hmm. they're like, okay, wh- what am I put on earth to do? Like, what's my purpose? And right. So I just, I love that. That's so intentional to what that those age levels need. That's yeah. Great. And we have an amazing team. Our next gen team is just packed Amen. with so mm-hmm. much talent and so much passion and we all have our areas of specialty like I said I'm trained um, with with older children but I also have younger children and then we've got some of us who are trained with you know and their experiences with younger children and it's so cool when we sit down and we brainstorm about this framework and we see how the layers can come together to you know to say okay we can send them off knowing that we have equipped Mm -hmm. them with different things that they can do regularly, different spiritual Mm. practices or different questions they can ask to pursue and to Mm. really follow Jesus. Great. Well, and I think sometimes we think kids can't own their own faith and that they have to be older to actually have a true relationship with Christ. Mm. And that's a falsehood. Mm. And so I think starting early with belonging and understanding and your identity and our purpose, like all of those things really help prepare kids. But help them in the day. Like, how do you go into a school and Mm. understand who I, if I go into a school, middle school, and I know who I am because I belong to Christ and I know that I'm loved, like that makes a difference and an impact. And I think kids bring other kids to Christ when they have that relationship with him and what you're talking about is the framework to do that well, which is a beautiful picture. And we talk about that. I mean, nearly every message that we finish or every conversation Mm -hmm. that comes to an end, we end with a question that sounds something like you said, uh, how can we put this into practice Mm -hmm. at the lunch table? 
How can mm. we put this into practice on the ball field? How can we put this into practice when you're frustrated, but your mama still wants you to unload those groceries? Or how can we put this into practice when you see that new girl that's coming to your class and she doesn't know anybody? Mm. Um, and it's just, it's really cool to see how they go, okay, I belong. Mm. This is God's truth. This is my identity. I want to pursue his purposes. Okay, this is what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. It's good. Well, speaking of new, if there's a student listening to the podcast or their family has just moved to the area, they feel overwhelmed, lonely um, because it's a new place. Why should they come check out Next Gen at New City? So I would first say you're not alone. I mean, we are a very, uh, our ministry is in a season of growth. Mm -hmm. And so we have new faces every week. Um, Regularly, I'm talking to my small group leaders about, okay, who was new today? Who did we see? Who did we meet? And regularly, I'm saying to my kids, hey, um, they're a new family. Could you go show them around? And could you tell them how the morning's going to go? I mean, we regularly have new families. And so I would say, like, hey, join us because, again, you're not alone. And I would just say that our, our one of our main focuses in all of our environments, and this is something that we've we've really been talking about as a next-gen team, is making the environment a place of invitation, making the environment a place of belonging and welcoming, because it has to start there. So we will get to the other stuff, so mm-hmm. to speak, um, but we really try to focus on how can we make mm. our environment welcoming, and we really try to make sure that at the forefront of our planning is the people who are new mm-hmm. or the people who might not regularly attend a church. That's mm. really great. I love that. I love that culture that you're talking about. It's not just owned by you guys as leaders, but it's owned by the students and the kids oh, as yeah. well. That's really amazing. Oh, yeah. Okay, I want to talk about um, Next Gen ha- is in the middle of this campaign called Say Yes. Can you tell us about Say Yes, Lens? Say Yes is our campaign that is just really encouraging people to say yes to the next generation. To say, hey, we get that this is worth fighting for, worth doing something about, and we are going to go ahead and say yes. I mean, Pastor Chris always says, I always try to keep it in my mind as a mom, Mm -hmm. as a teacher, as a communicator, as as somebody in ministry, that Christianity is just one generation Mm -hmm. of away from extinction. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, yeah, we, we all need to hop on that and say, what's my role in that? We all need to say yes to how can I be a part of making sure that the gospel remains and that Christianity um, continues. And mm-hmm. so our Say Yes campaign is just encouraging people to to really be a part of that. That's good. What kind of person is a good fit for volunteering with kids or maybe volunteering with middle or high school students, would you say? So I, I actually, you don't have to have a ton of experience with kids. And you don't have to like love kids or be as energized by kids as I am, for instance. You just have to know what works for kids and families. Um, I mean, we have an array of positions that we need filled and that we want filled for these kids. So maybe you don't necessarily want to engage with them uh, one-on-one or in a small group forum, but maybe you're great at technology and you know what works visually for kids. Or may, But maybe you're really relational and you love working with kids and you don't want to touch that technology. Okay, great. You'd be a great small group leader. Mm -hmm. Or maybe you are just a great storyteller. You'd be a great communicator. We have so many different places to plug in. So it's really just knowing what works for kids and families. I mean, we have some people who have such organizational minds and such administrative capabilities. I'm so glad because I am not that person. (laughs) And they might not really engage with kids much on Sundays, but they help get all of our materials organized or they help, um, you know, organize schedulings, uh, schedules and things. And we're so thankful for that. 
you know, when I was in student ministry, I'd had a lot of leaders who were worried they weren't cool enough or they weren't relevant enough. Mm, And they would, you know, say like, hey, I don't have a TikTok or, you know, (laughs) I don't know the latest like trends. And so, you know, my thing to them was like, are you willing to show up to a soccer game? Mm -hmm. You know, and are you going to be consistent? That's right. And are you going to listen when a student shares what's on their heart? And are you going to be willing to pray for your students? Like, that's what we're looking for. That's the kind of leader we're looking for, you know? And so that's what I would say for anybody who's like, hey, I don't know if I'm fit for high school or middle school. I'm like, they're looking for someone who's going to show up. And that's, you, you hit the nail on the head, Lens. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it just show like mm-hmm. just showing up. Mm-hmm. In fact, I was talking to one of our leaders this morning and he was telling a story about um, something that a father of two of our kids said to him. And he, the dad said, they are so excited when they see that you're here. He wasn't doing anything but standing on the patio just waving to cars as they parked. They were just mm-hmm. glad that he was there. And mm-hmm. so really just showing up. And and really the, the cool thing about kids is they are so forgiving because mm-hmm. they're kids and, like, they understand that we're all a broken mm-hmm. people and you don't have to be perfect. In fact, they prefer those imperfections because, again, they know it's not just them. It's all of us as humans, and we're just supposed to come together in that brokenness and say, hey, let's figure out a way that we can pursue something higher. It's the gift of your presence. That's right. Like, we all want to be seen, and that's part of what it is. So there's somebody sitting, listening to us, and they're on the fence. Right. What can get them over that to say, I'm willing to step into Next Gen? What do you think they need to hear about Next Gen ministry? I think they need to hear this is the work that all of us are called to do. Um, again, I go back to just that idea of like, it, it is our responsibility as Christ followers to make sure that that continues and, and doesn't fall. And so I think we all have our part in that, um, regardless of what your, what your skills or your talents or your experiences are or how hip or cool you are. I mean, shoot, if I can mm-hmm. do it, you don't have to be that hip. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You're cool. I mean, yeah. <laughs> cool, totally cool. Um, but I mean, it, it's really just a matter of, we all have that responsibility. Mm-hmm. If we care about just where, you know, things are headed, I mean, we're not gonna be here forever. Right. I mean, I, I, right. Right. Yes. <laughs> right. We all yes. morbid, but like, we're not going to be <laughs> That's here not forever. not a rhetorical question. No, but yeah. the, the kids are going to be the ones who mm-hmm. take our place, mm-hmm. um, whether it's in our workplaces or whether it's in our churches or whether it's in our schools, like they are the ones mm-hmm. taking our place or taking care of us mm-hmm. or taking care of us. Mm-hmm. That's right. So how, what do we want that world to look mm-hmm. like when they've taken over and how can we pour into that and equip them to take over that world and in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's good. I love that. Well, on a really practical level, yeah. Lindsay, how would somebody say yes? Like, do they reach out to their campus staff or do they go to the website? Like, where can we point mm-hmm. people? I mean, we will have um, at, at our services, mm-hmm. we will have our say yes table set up for the um, for this Sunday and I believe next Sunday. Um, we will have that set up in at both of our campuses. But you can reach out to really anyone if you want to get involved and we will get you involved okay we <laughs> can we, a spot for there you is a spot for you um, but you can reach out to any of our next gen staff um, I think for for me what got me to say yes is just having a conversation with someone mm-hmm. who was human just like me and them saying well this is the vision that I have for this area of ministry 
I think there's a place for you. And when I started volunteering, I remember what I started doing was vastly different than what I ended up doing. And so I uh-huh. think you, you never really know until you kind of jump in and say, okay, where's the need? And maybe I could fill that. And so really just having a conversation with somebody who's doing the work, it could be me or it could be another one of our, our teammates, and then just uh, just checking us out on a Sunday morning. I say that, I mean, there's a reason why we do back to school nights. There's a reason why we do open houses. There's a reason why we do those kinds of things like come and check us out um it's it's pretty fun it's pretty fun where we are very fun it is fun (laughs) it is i love it well and thank you so much for being here thank you for this conversation the work that you're doing is really important and the rest of the next gen ministry would you mind closing um, us in prayer sure i'd love to thanks ladies God, I thank you for this space to be with my friends, and I thank you for this space to talk about something that I so love, which mm. is um, your children. And I am just grateful that you um, that you have put us in position in a position to have this conversation. And Lord, we know that the next generation matters. We know that the next generation needs people of influence and needs people to pour into them and say, "Hey, I see you, and I'm with you." And I will be here for you. And um, I just pray, Lord, that you remind us of that. Pray that I pray that you remind us that we're all a part of that. And in different ways. I mean, we, we are the body. And so we all have a different role to fill in that. And I just ask that you um, remind us of that and then encourage us to find out what that role is and to put us in positions and to put us in conversation spaces where we can figure out what that is and to really take care of the next generation and to help them find and follow you. It's your name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lens. And thank you for listening. You can find this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. See you next time.